whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. We're back for another episode. 48. It's really building up for 50 for Abby. <laughs> it's going to be real sad if we do next week and then we never do it again and we never get to 50 for I her. I know. If we get to 50, we can just call it quits there. Yeah, we probably won't. Don't worry, guys. All of you. Diehard fans. Crystal. I know she listens. Who are desperately wanting episodes. Crystal, one of our diehard fans, is currently traipsing around Ireland or Yeah, Scotland have you been watching her YouTube channel? No. Did you know she started a YouTube channel? I think she told me she was going to, but I don't... Think I'm she, a diehard fan of her videos. I don't think she actually ever gave me... Real Quick Mama is uh, the name of her YouTube. This is our, like, advertisement. I'll have right to now. look it up. Real Quick Mama. Traveling around Ireland, and she does like pregnancy updates. Traps and they're real quick videos, like five oh, minutes. Oh right, she said it was gonna be like five minutes long, and they're real quick. She and did send me some Marco Polo. Marco. Mm-hmm. I just get confused because I just downloaded Voxer back onto my oh. phone too, and I couldn't remember. But it was Mark. It's Marco Polo that I talked to her. Okay. Very occasionally, I am not good at all of those things. I, I'm not either. Sorry if anyone ever sends me stuff and I never respond I back to you. I'm horrible basically at every mode of communication. Yeah. You are way better at like phone calls than I am. Talking to people on the phone. I don't like talking to people on the phone at all. Phone calls are like it feels like it just gets it just gets it done for me. Like, yeah, I guess I, I think you just have a lot to say. I that can't text you it all. You can't type it all out. And then I mean, I just... can type it all out, but yeah, I have too many questions. I feel like if I type out six questions, they're only going to answer three of them mm-hmm. because they don't want to answer all six of my questions. But if I'm talking to them, I can keep nagging them. They're right there. <laughs> they can't get away that quickly. <laughs> hmm. So anyway. This is an interesting episode so far. Yeah. Um, we don't really know why we do this, guys. And I know we say that a lot. We haven't said it in a while, but we're really <sighs> feeling it tonight. Yeah. But, um, sorry, if you guys can hear the background noise of my baby monitor, I'll turn it down a little. Um... We need some callers to call in and tell us (laughs) what they want to hear from us tonight. Okay, so our babies are... My baby is seven weeks old, just over seven weeks, which means your baby is about to be five five weeks weeks old. Yeah. And we're jumping back into life more. Yes. More and more every week. Yes. I feel a lot better about life this week than I did last week at this time. Yes. You have made a big shift. Yeah. Praise God. I know. It really is. I had some 
a lot of people, not a lot of people, but people intentionally praying for me because it was a, it was a rough, rough go, rough transition last weekend. I feel like I spent all weekend just crying because I was just dreading life to come and God was really gracious this week and I feel like I, he gave me like a different attitude. He gave me energy on day. Not that like it was a perfect week and I got everything I wanted to done, but I just feel like he was really gracious in just changing my mindset from despair to, okay. If I only get 20% of things done, at least I got 20% of yeah. things done. Mm-hmm. Better than 0% of things. Yeah. And I really do think <laughs> writing out, even though part of last week's despairingness was from spending the time to like write out our new schedule, which includes like every a plan for like every member of our family for every half hour of the day. So it's like a intense schedule, but just to like, and it's a different one for each day of the week. So doing that is what led to me feeling super overwhelmed and super like, I don't want to do this life. What did I sign up for? See, and my problem is that I've been telling Chip, I wish I could do that. I wish I could plan out a schedule for every 30 minutes for each of us for every day of the week to somehow be somewhat of a guideline. But I feel like we have so many moving parts right now that are unpredictable, even up to like the day of, Mm -hmm. that it feels You used to spend just updating it the night before, right? And that's probably, that's what I'm, I have to do again, but... Mm -hmm. I at least felt like I had a general idea and I I that's what I need to sit down and do again but it feels really intimidating to try to sit down and say we need to do all these things on Monday all these things on Tuesday when right now it feels like things are even more just I don't know like for instance so um Chip's mom, a couple of months ago, was diagnosed with breast cancer, so she started chemo treatments, and Mm -hmm. we'll be doing those for the next few months. And she has been so, such a blessing in our lives with our kids, um, as far as doing, teaching them piano lessons, and she's been really active and involved with Kenzie with her violin lessons and her orchestra, and helping to take her to those things, and go get getting music from the music store and just all of that and she's still trying to do as much as she can which is amazing but it's kind of one of those things where I very much feel like I want to not expect her to need to do any of those things Mm -hmm. anymore but she still wants to be able to do them when she feels like she's up for being able to do right them. but so, you kind of still have to plan to do them right assuming she's not gonna feel up to it that and then day. i might get like a surprise hour and a half or two hours that i've planned to be gone but i have to plan it basically but even then i feel like depending on what day chip is off each week depends on when we go to clean her house and then is she going to do piano or not? Which isn't... A, it's not a big thing. It just kind of makes things just... Between that and then Chip's work schedule, which I feel like even though it's never... 
It's never, it's always changing. There are periods of time that we go through where it's fairly predictable too. Mm -hmm. It's like he's been having every single Tuesday off or every single Wednesday off or, and he gets every other Sunday off or something like that. And I feel like it's starting to fall back into that. I think, I think, I think right now. (laughs) Well, this is what's hard. I think he's getting mostly Tuesdays off and then every other week he'll get Saturday off and Sunday off has been the the pretty normal thing. So one week off Tuesday, Saturday, and then the next week off Tuesday, Sunday, and then Tuesday, Saturday. The part that is not normal is that from week to week, he works different times on the days that he does work. So one Monday he might work four to midnight, and then the next Monday he might work nine to five. Mm -hmm. And so... It just changes the flow of our day and what we try to do if we're trying to get up and do Bible with him before he leaves for work at nine or if he's going to be around and we're going to do Bible with him yeah. at 1030 or whether I, there's just, I don't know. So it just makes my brain hurt trying to think about how to plan for the unplanable, mm-hmm. but feeling like if I don't. I feel like I'm in a pattern right now, currently, that I feel great about, except for the fact that it doesn't include approximately 35% of the things we want to incorporate (laughs) in our weeks. Yeah. If I just kept doing life how it is right now, like, as far as I feel productive and I've been, I feel like I'm in pretty good groove with, like, meals and what we're eating and what I'm eating compared to my family and which is just I'm trying to eat more vegetables than them and less carbs but I'm still eating a lot of carbs but um I'm starting to work out I feel like that's about to be tossed to the wayside <laughs> so you feel like fit the other 35% of stuff which is basically I feel like I need to get back on track with my kids' science, which I'm not feeling good about at all. Why? Kenzie did the science curriculum last year by herself, and it was very much... Is she... it the one that does you do your math for? Uh-huh. What's the name of that? It's Christian Light Education. Okay. It's like these light unit studies, and it's supposed to be fairly self driven. Kenzie did it by herself last so Kenzie year. Kenzie did the sixth grade last year and enjoyed it and seemed to it was a lot of work for her but she she did all of it pretty much completely by herself. But I decided to the the twins wanted to do it this year. So Riken is doing the sixth grade and Kenzie's doing the seventh grade and then the twins are doing the fourth grade. And the seventh grade and the fourth grade are set up differently than the sixth grade one and are not as easy to do daily by yourself hmm. and have more, way more experiments and things that you're supposed to do that I was hoping if I just got all the, I, I bought these kits that were supposed to be all the things you need for the experiments mm-hmm. for each grade. And I was hoping that if I had that, they could just get them out and just read directions and do their experiments. But I feel like 
I feel like it includes mostly everything you need, but maybe there's like household items that, mm. or mm-hmm. like if it, if one you need to use celery to like suck up dye to what you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then I've got to have celery for them. Yet. They're not gonna send that in the box kit. Right. Yeah. Um. So now they're like stuck on questions, and I haven't even been looking at it for weeks and mm-hmm. it just feels like why am I trying to do a science with all of them like differently like why don't I just figure something out because I feel like science is very much something that all four of them could do together yeah and wouldn't need to be doing mm-hmm. all these different grades so but it also feels like but we spent the money on mm-hmm. the rec- curriculum and on the supplies so do I just bite the bullet and tough it out and get through all of it and don't waste our money or do we abandon our ship halfway through the year and then have to figure something else out and spend Mm -hmm. more money and just call it quits and don't even worry about science this year for the rest of the year but I feel like we just started caring about science at all so I don't know it's just stuff like that that feels like just don't want to mm-hmm. make any decisions or think about it but and once it does feel like once you're in a groove and you figure out that groove it's not as overwhelming i just had to like when i was working on my schedule i'm like well we're supposed to do this subject by supposed to i mean like that's how they think you'll do it right x amount of times in a week and i'm like We're not. Like, we can't do that that many times Mm -hmm. in a week. And so what I did was just list out what subject, all the subjects we're possibly doing. And then how, where I could fit them into the schedule and how many times a week I could do those subjects. And then I just gave it to Tim and I said, this is how I have it planned right now. If you want me to do more science in a week or more history or less like mm-hmm. if you want if you care more about one of these subjects over another and you want me to adjust it i'm happy to adjust it yeah but this is where i feel like we can we manage can it. yes i can't do every subject five days a week with all yeah. the kids i just the things can't. that stink are like the history we have for a year like we paid for one year so yeah. it's like then you want to try to fit that in mm-hmm. because then it's just going to be gone. And yeah. so those are like the frustrating parts that it's like, on one hand, it's super helpful that we bought uh, online. Yes. I don't have to teach this. Except but on the I do. <laughs> other hand, it's like, yes. <laughs> Even with the it. like self-paced do on your own type things I still have to sit with my kids and do it with them mm. so I still have to like plan it into my day to like those history lessons are long <laughs> should have just sent them over to my house well too late I know because I so. feel like they've sat through more history lessons I know but the kids. games are just to like in that you can't skip them like right. you have to complete them right. correctly yes or you can't move on yes so that's the more of the problem. It's yeah. not the lesson part. It's like the games and activities that they can't do a crossword puzzle right well themselves, and especially there's like things that are like time like unscramble the word and they're like we have thirty seconds. I don't know. <laughs> so I just have to sit there with them the whole time because it just yes, that's true. So even and same with their math they do online, but I still have to sit there with them because they have questions all the time and right. It just it's less 
time to sit there and just answer the things as they come up than have to have them find you. And they just get really discouraged and frustrated when they're like, I'm in the middle of something now and now they just need like one thing answered. Right. So. I can understand that. That's why. It would take them like 15 minutes to finish it if they could just have you answer what they needed as you do it. But it takes an hour and 20 minutes because they're having to come find you and then you can't come and then they get distracted and then you're trying to find them because now you can't come and. Yeah. So I've just planned it into my schedule. I'm going to sit with them through these things that before I never planned in my schedule and that was why it always led to being frustrated and like yeah I think that it'll end up being really good because you you aren't having to plan it and know what it is and teach it to them in the sense of Mm -hmm. like create the lesson and yeah be all priorly prepared but yes it is all planned out and ha- mm-hmm. like helping do it for you and you're just having yes. to and I do feel like especially with the history before I was like I have no clue what you guys are even like learning and I feel like it was now I'm like okay I can incorporate this into like talking about things in other ways right where I feel like when I don't know what you guys are talking about or learning it yes you know hinders that so but it just Good. it still just feels like I really want to do more and I feel like my kids quote unquote need more but this is what we can do yeah for now i told tim i'm like i could add in something else if i cut out my nap but at this point and it's not even really a nap it's just no, one it's hour just of a... not having to do anything else right which all week hasn't led to napping because that's just the way it goes but right but it leads to me least... like reading a book i'm in my bed holding reuben so it's at least just downtime yeah to not yeah so that feels like, at least in this season, a priority. Yeah, absolutely. And also my schedule includes <laughs> zero cleaning. Zero. I told Tim, like, either my suggestions for him were we live in filth. A. B, we dedicate Saturdays every week to, like, cleaning as a family and not ever do anything else. Mm-hmm. Or we hire a cleaning person. Like once a month or something. Do you have your kids still doing basic chores? Yes. Okay. I mean, I know that's not cleaning. I, I understand that. Yes. But and I'm. I feel like I can pick up the like actual like cleaning bathrooms, floors. They don't do. Yeah. I don't do. We haven't cleaned yeah. our house regularly in a really, really, really long time, and that's one of the things that I want to also incorporate into. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't even know the last time we mopped our floors. But you have floors that... You vacuum your, your floors every day. Your just the living do. room. Okay. Well, One room still. of our house. I know. I'm just saying that still I'm feels like... I'm just saying like... that if you knew how gross... I guess it's hard to see, but when you're like living in it, it's like... Yeah. Every single week when we go and clean Chip's mom's floors, while we're doing it, I'm like, if we just go back home. And Chip and I just focus on our floors. We could do them in, like, 30 minutes. Like, Mm -hmm. the way we do them at her house, where you're just, like, focused and you just do them. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're going to do our floors today. (laughs) And we never do. Because we've just done two hours of floors at her house. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I got a new mop for Christmas, and I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. I mean, granted... At Christmas, I was 38 weeks pregnant, and, <laughs> and then I had then the baby, had a baby and, and then... Yeah. But, I mean, I've even, like, 
gotten it ready. It's almost worse that it's brand new and in the box because I feel like the first time I'm going to get it out, I've got to like put pieces together and throw trash away and like yeah. <laughs> figure out what the heck it is. Yeah. What, how Before you actually goes. ever use it. So I don't feel like, I feel like I keep having to even further set aside even more time mm-hmm. than what I'm hoping it will take to just mop my floors. Yeah. I'm hoping this mop is going to change my life. Well, I did. I did get it as a copycat to my favorite podcasters. Oh so. yeah, that is true. Mop NATO. Mop NATO. Huh? We'll see if. Uh, what have you lives up to? Their recommendation. Their hot tips. Sisters' hot tips was. <laughs> find out. Well, just if you ever come over to our houses, don't look too closely. And don't quiz our kids on um, things. <laughs> and then we'll be fine. You could quiz them on probably something super weird and obscure. Some Lego thing or... I don't know. I feel like you could probably ask Casey weird questions and he'd probably... Legos, they're down. They yeah. don't need... Star Wars. You could do Star mm-hmm. Wars. Pokemon things. Quizzes. Pokemon. You could probably ask them... And dance-offs. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, they just make up Although their own the lessons. the dance-offs are always full of lots of drama and yeah. heartache. <laughs> they take them very seriously. Well, or they don't take them seriously. Half of they... them take them seriously and half of them don't, which is a problem. So, half of them keep quitting and then reassigning to other teams. Has that gotten better? I don't know. I think so. But I don't... I try not to, like, pay too much attention until... Kids come and tell on other kids. Okay. It's been Riken most of the time, so he's been... I think he's finally committed. But there's been several of them that... Hmm. We're we're working on how to work through issues and problems, Mm -hmm. especially if you're not getting something done in a way that you were hoping for. Yeah. Instead of just walking away. (laughs) the situation but it's good for them see these are like the real life issues that they're learning to work through that will Mm -hmm. i'm sure be way more important than it'll all pan out (laughs) something anyway yeah we're thinking about teaching geography this year through a road trip. Should we just map out our road trip right here? Live we do need to map out our road trip. Cass, I didn't bring my little paper over that I chip Call it. in if you want us to come see you. <laughs> our first day is just but driving we're g- around the Phoenix area <laughs> to our friends' houses. We're going to need to stay at your house. All, how many of us are there? Mm-hmm. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> how many kids Let's do you have? See. I have nine. You have I six. have six. That's 15 plus four adults. Yeah. 15 kids. 19 people. Yeah. Can we come stay at your house? Let us know. It really doesn't feel like 19 people. It feels like... The Browns can sleep anywhere. My kids... mm, We'll see. They're going to have to. Mm, I know. That's part of the experience here. I barely want to talk about this at all. Abby's going to shut down the podcasts and be like, I'm dead. I'm done. Anxiety as we speak over this. I keep trying to think in my head. Are the Schweitzers just gonna 
conform to the way we do things like their kids sometimes do when we do things together. You know how sometimes when we do things together, yeah. your kids are... Like, what specifically are you envisioning? Just, like, like the pace of how things go and... Well, I feel like we've never done anything like this I that know. I think it will naturally but I'm saying, just... like, what we would, like, plan out, like... We've got a lot of talk to talk about, guys. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. We're, like, I... trying to figure out if we're going to, like, give you guys, like, you guys, like, get a head start and you start your little journey and we'll catch up. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll all meet up at this spot at this time, but you can leave to get there and go however you want. Or are we going to try to, like, start from the beginning and, like, we're pushing a 10-hour driving day. You coming with us, Schweitzer? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. that type of yeah. stuff. Because... We'll, we'll see. To, it's going to be... I, here's the thing. <laughs> I hate, hate the car. Mm-hmm. I get car sick really easily. A few of my kids get car sick. And I've just... I grew up in a family that hated the car. Like, my mom hated it. I mean, if she had to, like, drop me off at a friend's house that was 20 minutes away, it was like, ugh. So, I feel like... I don't want that to rub off on my kids. Like, I want my kids because... I grew up in a family like your family. Oh. My dad loves road trips. Oh. And my mom... Hated them? I mean, she was really good, at least later on in life. I wouldn't say now that she would say she hates road trips, but she didn't like driving us. She very much, when we're home, like Mm -hmm. when she's home, it's like... She doesn't really want to drive further than, like, five minutes from her mm-hmm. okay. or anything, anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. then she's having to go, like, way over yeah. there. Like, oh, that friend that lives 12 minutes away. Oh, I don't uh-huh. know if you yeah. can that go was to the house. So we flew everywhere. I mean, we did a couple road trips. But by road trips, I mean, like, four hours or six hours, maybe. But we just flew everywhere. And I love flying. But... Tim you, hates... You loved flying. I love you, flying. You love flying if it's you and Tim. And even a couple of kids. Yeah. I just no longer say I love flying now that But you don't hate five, flying. Six. You don't hate flying now. It's just a different beast. Yes. You're now... You're, you're able to admit that it's it's just a process. Yes, I it, I admit now all that the things through the as lines. we're adding children to our family, I fully acknowledge and admit <laughs> that flying just no longer makes sense. Right. Especially now that we've added our sixth, and then renting a car is like not doable. It it's like you you spend way more money on the plane tickets to get there, then you have to spend even more way more money yes. on a vehicle that is big enough to hold everyone. Right. When or, we only had five kids, it was we just get a minivan. Well, and it and was fine. It was nice because Tim's parents still had a minivan for a while. At that time, so yeah. But now also, it's over. So I have to just I feel like I'm I'm not starting off small though with no. I want to like road trips. But I also feel like <laughs> we're just going full in. Somehow when I make you do things with me, you hate mm-hmm. them 
but mm-hmm. it's worth it more because it you're is. with friends. I would agree. Not my just mom, because you're with me. That's not when really I was like. telling my mom that I was considering this. She was like, "Why would you ever? What would ever possess you?" And then I told her I was. I'm like, and not only that, but we're like caravanning with the Browns across the whole United States. And she's like, "Oh, that sound. That actually sounds less bad." <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, "Okay, great." This is why we're also gonna get. Abby to move out to the wilderness with us someday. Because she's Keep gonna dreaming. Feel, she's gonna feel too sad to be left behind all by herself. <laughs> she's gonna be like, I don't like this one Let little me just bit. Try to do a road trip and <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I think it'll be great. Might end our friendship. I don't think it will. Might end you ever traveling anywhere ever again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it'll end our friendship. <sighs> we'll see. You might end up flying back I might from send, wherever, and send Tim and your with kids, all the kids with all of us. Yep, I that. bet you would take Grayson with you. Yeah, and Reuben probably. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You might just make maybe a dedicated pumper and feed him. bottle feeder. I'll be <laughs> sitting between the two car seats with my boob over Paxton and bottle over. It reminds me of the picture I just took of you. Oh. When you were nursing Paxton and... If it's appropriate enough, then we could post it with this episode. We'll post something. I Sometimes we post the link, sometimes... I know, but you've been doing that so well and... I've been trying to. You've been doing pictures with... If like, I have a picture... we have such cute pictures of our babies now. I know. Before it was like, I mean, here is us with our microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got some like belly pictures there at the end, but... Yeah. I was scrolling through our Facebook page the other day and... Go... Look at that. Yeah. But it was really awesome to... I just feel like that picture in my mind sums up this season of how you've supported me so well. <laughs> and, like, you're feeding the your ol- baby. You're the holding... Only, the only problem is it doesn't sum up how much I feel like I'm the dog sitting in the cafe with the fire surrounding me <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's very much like... Mm-hmm. So don't view me as like this uh, Wonder Woman type. It's mostly like I'm at home crying to Chip, and then I come over, and then Abby's crying and saying the same things to me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Everything will be fine, Abby. It's, it's great. Uh-huh. It will be okay. But And then I cry to Tim, and he's like, I don't... I think everything's fine. And Tim's the like optimist of life and feels like I well, I, I take that back. He definitely has acknowledged multiple times that this is a hard season. Yeah. Um back to our road trip real fast, mm-hmm. just because I don't feel like we real quick. So, when we say that Abby's really jumping in, we're, like, talking, like, driving through multiple states in the southern part of the United States, not getting over to, like, the south quite. No. Like, as but far as, New like, Mexico, Texas, probably Missouri, as as, like, Arkansas, Arkansas. And then going all the way north up to like, Michigan and then Illinois, going over Michigan. to Illinois mm-hmm. and then having to come back. So, you know, that's a it's, decent... I know. And then a couple of people were like, come to Washington, come to South and North Dakota. I'm like, "Uh, no, that's like literally the opposite way that we're going. Yeah, that's... Sorry. 
maybe in another oh. 20 years we could do that road trip. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to fit that part in. No, this. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to I don't think we have happen. enough weeks in our, in our time to mm-hmm. do that part. Yeah. But, so, when she says she's going big, it's not just like a... Six-hour like trip to California or something. That feels easy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy right there. Yeah, this feels like... You don't even need <sighs> a camping potty in the van for that one. <laughs> I'm going to have to get my own van camping potty, huh? Oh, yeah. The little blue p- pods that make it not smell. It's great. Danny will teach me all the tricks. Teach Danny did this road trip. I mean, not this road trip, but did... Close. Close to this road trip. Was it two years ago? Yep. So, I at least, that also makes me feel more confident in it that I'm like, you survived, you came home and survived. The problem, why well, shouldn't, yes. <laughs> confident. Yeah. What was the problem? I was just going to say, Chip and I both like road trips and like being in the car in the first place. And I feel like your kids. I definitely get carsick and my kids definitely get carsick. There was definitely like... A kid puking all over Steak and Shake right in the main part of the restaurant. <laughs> no way. You never told me about that. When Casey got sick. I mean. You didn't tell me that it, that's it was how like it happened. Outside of the bathroom. It was like in the. Yeah. Was, I didn't know that. Mm, oh, man. Yeah. And we were like done with our food. And we we're like, bye-bye. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like. There were definitely like puke buckets and. Lots of wondering and things, but it just doesn't, like, that just doesn't bother me. That problem alone isn't my, or that problem isn't my only problem. My kids also don't, like, sleep well in new places like your kids do. So to, like, just plop in a new hotel and be like, all right, good night is not how... But maybe they'll learn. Maybe. They're going to learn by, like, day six or seven because they're going to be so tired. We just need to strategically plan. You need to bring melatonin. And... They'll just sleep in the car then. Vetiver, whatever the oil is. Oil, yeah, vetiver. So, they will sleep in the car, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. You just need to bring a lot of coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe some stimulant shots of some sort. (laughs) Some drugs, some steroids. I don't know. Things It'll be that fine. Keep you from. Give us your tips. If, do you have road trip tips? Let's hear them. Cause the thing that's interesting about my kids is, and I'm sure probably your kids too, with road trips, we have to go in our family. We have to be very old school about road trips and can't do the like. Everybody watches movies on their iPads or Kindles because. That totally makes them yes. super carsick. Yeah. So, the sad part. My about- kids just really can't do much of anything. Yeah. We can listen to music. Is essentially sometimes when your radio's working. <laughs> <laughs> we have a real ghetto vehicle. We did get the stereo fixed for okay. the road trip. Are you going to get your AC fixed too? We need Hopefully. to we need to do that just for living in Arizona, <laughs> just yeah. for driving to church on Sundays. We yeah. need to get our air conditioner fixed before yeah. the summertime because everyone would die if we don't. Yeah, we've been it's on our list. 
to do in all our spare time, <laughs> you know. Uh, um, but I think, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about with this podcast is that I don't think there's anything wrong with just... We have nothing else to talk about but sitting and talking about our lives. But I do think it's important to be trying to reflect on and take it back to, like, the whys. And, like, that was kind of our whole reason for wanting to have a podcast is mm-hmm. to... And I'm we're not, like, some podcasts that are organized and... Most podcasts. And, like package it out real nicely I have one in my head I'm I know a lot of people love mm-hmm. uh, we're not like that we we don't like end it all <laughs> with the gospel like perfectly all the time but I just want to say that in my own ups and downs in this postpartum time it really has caused me to reflect again on the whole going back to kind of the foundations of like what life is like why we do any of what we do Mm -hmm. and what the point of any of it is and you know what why am I feeling discouragement or despair or anxiety or any of these things and so much of the time it comes back to placing my expectations of myself or of others in wrong in things that I I fundamentally don't agree with as mm-hmm. being what is important or or necessary and and really lacking trust in that in God providing what we need as we need it and also essentially wanting to take the lazy route of having everything written down and planned out and organized and scheduled and not wanting to have to have a relationship with God that I like am seeking him constantly Mm -hmm. and listening for what he would have me do each day with my time in the sense of I mean that sounds a little Bethel (laughs) but what I mean is that I do think that God is present in in our daily schedules, in our daily lives, mm-hmm. and he does care and is personal. And, and it's very easy to take it too far in one direction or the other of idolizing your schedule and feeling like that is what you have to stick to or, or just not even having any sort of plan, plan or, or organization. But... Ultimately, remembering that in in our schedules and in our letting go of plans, it all is the point is to be glorifying God with our time and furthering his kingdom. And we do so much of that in our homes with our children. And it can be hard to remember that if we're equipping them in the best ways we can and fitting in the school subjects when we can and but having real conversations with them and teaching them about being considerate of others. And I mean, even today we had a discussion with some of our kids about, about fairness and about integrity and about wanting good things for others and not wanting to manipulate situations. It was like a trade of toys. Mm -hmm. Um, Our kids 
get the idea that they want to trade <laughs> some of their toys for someone else's toys and happens a lot but you know I think about how valuable those lessons are and those right. opportunities are and it's so easy to have those be commonplace and just not remember the value of them and that those are the types of things that are really working towards the goals that we have set out of raising up men and women who are going to be seeking to obey God through their lives and and by loving him and then loving others around them. Mm. And it's funny because it feels like when I go back to that basic principle of loving God and loving others, it feels like on one hand it's the most, like, why do I feel like this needs to be so hard? Like, this doesn't need to be that hard. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it feels like one of the weightiest things mm-hmm. of like, well, that's a really big mm-hmm. task in front of me <laughs> to yeah. do that. But I think that, you know, we just want to be clear that when we talk about all of these things and our schedules and our, we need to try to fit, fit all these things in, ultimately it comes back to, for both of us, wanting to help our husbands in establishing mm-hmm. a home that is seeking to obey God and his laws and because of our love for him, because mm-hmm. he has saved us. And um, I kind of I look around at what's going on in our culture right now and just um, being involved in some of the abolition work with abortion stuff. And also, I don't know, I just saw some article someone shared about how PBS has relaunched Clifford the Big Red Dog and now there's a lesbian mom couple mm-hmm. in it and it's like and they were talking about different other PBS shows that are yeah. introducing transgenderism and mm-hmm. drag queens and yeah. homosexuality and all these different things and it's like it can feel so disconnected of like our day-to-day life and then these types of things but the reality is we're we're seeking to show our kids through just our normal day in and day out Mm -hmm. what it looks like to live out the way god designed family to be Mm -hmm. which is such just that alone the foundation of family right is it has massive effect and outreach on like every facet of life and every facet of culture right it affects so much and so I think I'm just encouraged when I remember that in spite of feeling like I don't have enough time in the day I'm not getting around to doing this or that or whatever the case may be that I can confidently say that we are we are living out to the best of our ability and we're failing in areas Mm -hmm. but we are giving our children a picture of the beauty of marriage the beauty of roles in a marriage of Mm -hmm. what it looks like to be a father what it looks like to be a mother of a woman who is 
seeking to glorify God in the gifts and distinct feminine abilities that he's given women Mm -hmm. and men who want to have honor and courage and lay down their lives for their families and for others. I mean, you know, these things that are huge things that are just being shown to our kids and and rooted in them Mm -hmm. that really just reminds me, okay, like, so... Yes, we need to keep plowing away one day at a time at these little details and these little things. Right. But, but just continuing to pray for God's graciousness and all of that mm-hmm. and, and his graciousness and continuing to live kind of counter to what our culture is saying right. is good right now. And just taking advantage of the opportunities we have for these conversations. It's so easy to, like, brush off... Our kids, when things come up, like today with the toy exchange, like I feel like it could have been really easy to be like, yeah, that's fine, and like mm-hmm. move on to like whatever else we wanted to do. But just taking advantage of the opportunities to have these conversations, like ten minutes, it's not like it has to right, right. Mm-hmm. But to just go further, like be be on guard, I guess, for looking for these types of opportunities to have conversations with our kids about different things, and and I mean. We were talking to someone the other day. They, like, asked us, when do we, like, talk to our kids about, like, death? And it's, like, just being aware of what's happening in our life with people around us, in our own families, people we love, people we know, and what things are happening. And then use that as opportunities for us to be teaching our kids and training our kids and helping them to understand things through a biblical lens Mm -hmm. instead of it just them learning about it or trying to shelter them from things. And then really just trusting that God is going to put all the pieces into place of what our kids need in the long run. Like that yes, we're supposed to be using our time wisely. Like that's mm-hmm. something we need to not be lazy, we need to not be wasteful, but that even if things even if a subject we think we want to be more diligent in but it's just not happening or a class we never got to that everybody else would have if they went to such and such school but our kids are homeschooled and we didn't get to that or whatever the Mm -hmm. case may be but trusting that if we are being obedient and walking each day intentionally that God is going to give our kids what they need to do his work Mm -hmm. in the future which is what is the important part too and yeah and not just what we get done school-wise but like you're saying the other facets of life and experiences and and i think why this can feel so overwhelming and despairing is because we can't do it like we can't accomplish any of this in our own strength in our own time in our own ability in that like it just points us back to like we need God and his grace to get us through even a day because what we have on on the plate is just too much that it's easy to fall into like that despair when we're looking to just our own abilities and not looking to God's grace in providing for what we need so it especially feels like too much when you do have so many kids you're not even a little bit fooled into thinking that you're giving everybody everything that you would want them to have from you Mm -hmm. and it really takes a level of of 
trusting that we are not supposed to, we're supposed to be our kids' mothers and we're supposed to be our husbands' wives, but we're not supposed to be their gods and mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be the one providing everything for them. Mm-hmm. But that can feel hard when you want to be providing right. many things for them. And and they're good things that we're supposed to I, that sound could sound wrong, obviously, you know we're called to provide for them in certain yes. ways but I guess what I'm saying is when we, we can't haven't meet their chosen every... to just focus on one kid and try to control and manipulate every everything in their life which sometimes you want to do you because mm-hmm. you want to be able to say like I know they're getting all of these things and it's like well yeah, just have to we have to trust that God is there for them when we're failing them in different aspects so anyway yeah I think that's one of my uh, my goals on this podcast is to try to remember that as we're just talking to point it back for and all of you that are listening but also just for ourselves as we get caught up in our just our normal chatting to be taking it to a place of looking at the fundamentals and the foundations and the worldview of which we're viewing all of mm-hmm. it through. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what just happened in the movie, but... I was like, did the movie just end and all the kids something. cheered or something happened? Well, great. It sounds good. Sounds great. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. ditto. Mm-hmm. Your heart, yep. Uh, yeah, well, we will be... Maybe seeing, you know, hearing us talk next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back at some point, probably next week. But until then, bye. Goodbye. Okay,